Chapter 1 Anyone ever tell you you're too hot to be a dean? Can't say that's ever been a topic of conversation. Addison Riley ushered Eva Monroe into her apartment and took her coat. Maybe I should start the next Regents meeting by posing the question. Dean Riley, hot or not? Just don't tell anyone I started the poll. They were joking, but the comment still stung. She and Eva had engaged in an on-and-off relationship ever since Eva had taken over the Rondell Fellowship at Jefferson University's law school. But even their on had been a bit off since Eva insisted on keeping their relationship private. Eva said it would cause problems with the rest of the faculty if everyone knew she was sleeping with the dean. And she was probably right. The law school was a tight-knit community, and the faculty lounge was a den of gossip. Addison didn't care who knew she was seeing Eva, but she had agreed to be circumspect, even when she didn't agree with the need for so much privacy. Safest maneuver was to change the subject. She pointed to the TV remote on the coffee table. I put several movies in the queue. Your choice. Glass of wine? Wine would be perfect. Addison poured two glasses of red and settled onto the couch, unable to stop pondering Eva's opening salvo. She knew she was attractive, but hot? Eva was one to talk about off-the-charts good looks. When she'd transferred in, students scrambled to sign up for her class, and Addison suspected it wasn't just for her keen insights into women and gender in the law. Her flawless skin and deep brown bedroom eyes definitely keep the law from being dry. She imagined the Socratic method wasn't as punishing when administered from her gorgeous lips. Eva may think she was hot, but next to her, Addison felt plain. Fair skin, brown eyes, and brunette hair in a nondescript style. No, she was nothing like the woman nestled next to her. Eva flipped through the movie sections and then set the remote back on the coffee table. You know, I've seen these. Should we check cable and see if there's anything we both haven't seen? Sure. If this night went like most others, they'd wind up in bed before they'd finish the movie anyway. Their dates tended to consist of one glass of wine, an hour of film, and enough sex to leave them both satisfied. Most people would probably think they had the perfect arrangement, but Addison craved more. More companionship, more conversation, more than a series of one-night stands. Not for the first time, she pondered how two smart women in their late thirties had settled for so little. Since becoming dean, her teaching load had decreased, which meant she spent most of her time doing monotonous paperwork. When she and Eva talked, they usually agreed on the issues, so no debate there. Their sex was reliable, but definitely not spark-inducing. Was her life really this boring? Was she? Rather than dwell on it, Addison picked up the remote and slipped into the ease of the usual. As she flipped her way to the movie channels, she couldn't help but stall as she went through the major news outlets. Eva nudged her. Are you trying to cheat on me with Rachel Maddow? Celebrity pass? Deal! They'd discussed the good-looking brainiac who hosted a news show on MSNBC many times before, and they'd both agreed there was nothing more attractive than beauty and brains in the same package. Addison put the remote down and stared at the object of affection. Rachel was in the middle of one of her well-written, 
excellently delivered diatribes about the antics of the Republican Party. Because it was an election year, the prose was even more pointed than usual, and her monologue enthralling. When it was over, Addison reached for the remote again. But Eva stopped her. Wait, something's happening. Addison looked at the screen and watched while Maddow read from a tablet someone off-screen had handed to her. Her face became drawn and pale, and when she started to speak, her speech was stiff and she fumbled for words. Addison turned up the volume and leaned forward to hear the news. I've just been informed that Chief Justice Weir was involved in a car accident. Details are still coming in, but our sources say the accident was extremely serious. He was pulled from his burning car and is in an ambulance en route to the George Washington University Hospital. He wasn't conscious.